Welcome to the Get Creative Podcast. My name is Taylor Jackson. I'm the artist behind Canvas and Kind. I have four children who I homeschool and I paint during nap time. So today I'm going to talk to you about a common struggle uh, for a lot of painters, for a lot of artists, and that is painting big or going big. For some reason, a smaller canvas doesn't intimidate us as much as a 30 by 40 inch gallery wrapped canvas. And sometimes we don't know where to begin. So I'm going to give you some practical tips on how to get started and how to be successful in painting big. The first thing that I would encourage you to do when painting big is know that it's really not high stakes. I think that we assume because it is so large that if we mess up, it's over. But the thing is about acrylic paint, especially if you're working with acrylics, you can always paint over something that you don't love. You can always modify it. You can always change it. So you can't be so scared and think of that canvas as precious. Now I know that larger canvases are a little more pricey and so that's probably why we think um, that they're a little more risky and maybe you don't sell a ton of large canvases. But the thing is, is sometimes people need to see that you paint large in order to buy your smaller works. Um, For instance, I will post reels all the time and the ones that get the most engagement by far or where I show myself painting large. People are always intrigued by this. And so uh, again, I know it seems like it's high risk, but it's really not. It can be, you know, a little risky, but there are great rewards that come from painting big. Another thing that I would tell you is that painting big is actually really good for you. It's good for your brain. It's good for your hands. It's good for your ability to be loose. Sometimes when something is so big, we actually can't help but be looser, be more free with our brush strokes. And that can add so much personality and inform your um, your finished work of art so much. One of my favorite things about painting big is those first initial loose brush strokes. It's almost harder for me to complete a big painting than to start a big painting. And so um, it, it just can be helpful for you as an artist, for your creative practice to get going. Um, I would highly recommend using big brushes, drippy, <laughs> lots of blobs of paint, watery paint, just to get going on that first initial layer because it can create a looseness that can peek through in those final stages of your finished, your finished um, large painting. Something else I would say is that sometimes we we think that we have to paint big for the people who are watching our Instagram or who are buying our stuff, but I would encourage you to first paint for yourself. Think of a wall that needs some art and paint for yourself with your home in mind and let loose that way. When you start painting big, it doesn't have to be for a commission. It doesn't have to be for your website. It doesn't have to be for some big um, collection launch. You can do this for your own home. And again, this is low stakes. You don't have to think of this as something that um, you can't you can't start again. And so, um, you know, whenever you get started on something, think of it in your own space. What would you want? Um, And that will help you to overcome that fear of just how big the canvas is. 
Something else that really helps me when I'm painting big is to start with a reference photo. Recently, I went to Yellowstone and I took a ton of pictures. Now, a lot of the pictures I took are landscapes or mountainscapes or buffalo or all these different things, but I did find this field of yellow wildflowers and it was so beautiful. For some reason, the color just drew me in and it was popping so much against the bright green, the vibrant green. It looked so beautiful. I took several pictures of it and didn't think anything of it. Now I'm working on this Yellowstone series and I decided, hey, I'm going to throw in a big canvas. But I was nervous because I'm like, well, what am I going to paint? I'm not for sure. And immediately that reference photo came to my mind. Let me just tell you, when you have reference photos, your work is going to be so much better informed because you're not just coming from a place of what you think something looks like, but what it actually looks like. And you have captured that with a camera. Now you don't have to be a professional photographer to take beautiful pictures because you're an artist. You actually know about composition. You understand color. You know what makes something look beautiful. So even if you take pictures with your iPhone, I would highly encourage having reference photos, especially if you're painting big. So you don't just have to come up with something on the fly or pull from your imagination. Sometimes something that's really helpful is having multiple reference photos and then drawing yourself a composition so that you can kind of know and understand where the big things go. Because while composition is very important with small paintings, it's even more important with big paintings. a little aside note. If you're interested in seeing what I'm working on for the Yellowstone series, please head to my Instagram account at canvas and kind. I have all sorts of reels and posts and stories and everything to let you know about my upcoming Yellowstone launch. All of those have been painted from pictures from my professional camera or from my iPhone, things that I directly saw and impacted me while I was there in Yellowstone with my family. So beautiful, so fun. I especially want you to to check out the Yellowstone floral that I mentioned um, in that previous little segment. It is so fun and has been so fun to see kind of come together. It's at the halfway point right now, but I'm hoping to finish it up this week. Another thing that I would tell you about going big and painting big is a lot of times I don't think we understand how small a canvas appears on the wall. So if you need to kind of figure out and judge for yourself how big something will actually look on a wall, get a piece of butcher paper, you know, draw it out and see how small a 16 by 20 looks on a wall. So 16 by 20, as far as I'm concerned, is really not that big. Now, if you're used to only painting four by six or five by seven, then maybe 16 by 20 can feel bigger, but I would really encourage you to go really big, 36 by 36, 30 by 40, maybe even 40 by 60, something really big to challenge yourself and push yourself in that way. I know it seems really difficult to cover that much ground or paint something that big and still continue to um, keep the composition in check and make sure it's pleasing to the eye, but I guarantee you it will change and impact your smaller work. 
Another thing to help you to actually paint big is to find big canvases on sale. Now, I recently, so this was just a few days ago, so I'm not for sure if it's still going on, but I think it is. Um, I went to Michael's and picked up their buy one, get two free canvases. And this really helps it to feel lower stakes because you're getting a good deal. I hardly ever buy large canvases um, for regular a regular price. Um, and that's because I'm always looking for deals. I'm always looking for how I can save on that front end. Um, and I always have a few canvases stored in my closet. So look for the very biggest canvas you think you can possibly paint or get in your car uh, and head to Michael's and see if you can um, cash in on their sales. If you're still nervous about painting big, I encourage you to just slop some paint on there. Pick two or three or four colors that you really love and go to town just thinking abstractly, thinking about composition, but also color and how you can make something fun as that under layer. That's always worked for me when I don't know what to paint or I'm not for sure, or I'm maybe a little bit nervous to um, ruin or delve into that um, super clean, huge white surface. I just put some paint on there and have at it. In closing, your first huge canvas might not be a raving success, but that is okay. Just starting it and just really getting in there and trying something new is, is an achievement in itself. And again, with acrylic paints, you can always paint over it. Um, I don't know how many paintings that I've started out big uh, that I ended up painting into and painting over and still a remnant of that original is, is remaining. And I love those the very most of all. One of my favorite paintings of the moment right now is a 24 by 36 um, and it's a floral and a vase. It's got vibrant pinks in it. And it was something totally different that I painted several years back during a snowstorm and I just never really loved it, but I loved elements of it. So I came back in and now it's hanging over my piano and I just absolutely love it. So remember, if you don't succeed the very first time you paint big, it's quite okay to put it in the back of a closet and revisit it someday soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Creative Podcast. I hope this um, topic was interesting to you and that you loved hearing about how you yourself can paint on big canvases. And don't be afraid to do it. Don't think it's too risky. It will help you to grow as an artist. I guarantee it. If you loved this conversation, please share it with a friend, share it online. Um, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Send me a, a DM on Instagram, letting me know um, how much you loved this podcast or what you liked about it or how you implemented some of the practical things that I talked about. I'm on Instagram. Instagram at canvas and kind. And as always, I can't wait to see what you create.